travelers it's your girl kb back with finally another episode of the journey to you podcast guys holy crap man it's been forever um and i know that's definitely nobody's fault but my own um but i wanted to go ahead and come and talk to you guys today because I figured what better time than right now in the present to really explain what's been going on, why I've been extreme MIA, and just giving you guys some updates as to what's been going on. So first and foremost, I know that a lot of people have been graduating and I was actually one of those people. So I'm officially a college graduate with a degree excuse me, a bachelor's degree in business administration. And I have to admit, as great as it feels to finally be done, it also feels like I got ran over by a truck and then put back together just to get hit by a train. And my brain just feels like mush. And it just feels really, really good to finally be done with all that. Um, I will be getting my degree in eight weeks or less than eight weeks so I might post a picture of that on my Instagram page so make sure that you guys stay updated and ready for that uh and I actually did not walk so I went to school online and it was probably one of the best decisions that I ever made I might do um some content about that and what the pros and cons of online schooling is for anyone that might be interested or thinking about doing that but for me in my life it ended up being the perfect solution because it gave me an opportunity to really just do what I needed to do make some extra money and to also again just get the degree that I needed because granted the college experience is great and I had a little bit of it for a year but eh, you know I got what I needed to get which was my degree so that should be here in eight weeks and why I'm not doing anything for graduation uh let's see here well I'm broke (laughs) um I am extremely extremely in debt like most of us graduate from high school excuse me high school wow like most of us graduate from in college and while I had a great experience like I said before I just don't think that going on a vacation or taking three weeks off from my job to recuperate is going to be accurate for me I think the best thing for me to do is to focus on my talents and what I wanted to use my degree for in the first place. So that's why you won't see me doing much for it. I do plan on doing a a photo shoot with Liza Beth, if you guys remember her from early on. She and I are going to probably do like a graduation photo shoot just to really help each other out because we kind of graduated around the same time. Um, And I'm really looking forward to doing that with her. So uh, that's what happened with that. Um... And I would just like to say to anybody that did graduate, congratulations, you actually did more than a milestone. You took it to a whole whole other level. You were able to do something that not a lot of people want to do. And even if you didn't want to do it and you still graduated anyway, I say kudos to you, celebrations on that. So now we have to talk about what's next. So obviously I went missing and again it was just because trying to get associated with understanding what's going on as far as getting these what really just it took me forever to come back to you guys because I really needed to pass my exams. I don't know if any of you guys (laughs) 
remember or not but exams finals those can be a pain in the rear so I had to make sure that I passed those classes and then also I have a job promotion at my uh excuse me I had a promotion at my job so I had to make sure that I did everything the right way getting you know adjusted to a new position at work along with trying to make sure that I finished my senior year you know if not strong at least finishing it out with a a passing flying color (laughs) all of that together was just making for an extremely difficult uh, transition and I just wasn't going to give you guys half-assed content I think that If you're taking the time out to listen to me, then I need to take the time out to make sure that I am providing really, really good information and uh, content for you guys. So that's why I was completely gone. So now what's next? I'm graduated. I'm a little bit more comfortable in my position, even though the summertime coming around is going to be huge. I do think that it's going to be really good for me now to go ahead and just start uploading every single week. I have some really cool tech that I'm really excited to work with and different ways of editing and making this a whole lot more more of an experience for you guys because before I really wanted us to have conversations and discussions but now it's really really good that I'm actually going to be able to give you guys an experience so that's going to be fantastic can't we do that for you all Um, and then the next thing is I'm going to try to find ways to incorporate the WordPress website with the podcasting information so whether that's uploading my talking points and really breaking down why we discuss what we discuss in there and also just again making it a making it more of Oh gosh, what in the word I'm looking for? To make it more of a connective experience for everyone, like I was doing it before. So really just doing everything that I wanted to do in the beginning and now finally just having the opportunity to just do it. Uh, so that's great. And whew, YouTube. So YouTube has been something on my brain for a very, very long time. And based off of the advice from a very, very close and trusted friend of mine, I think it's going to be a great Um, a great opportunity for me to do that so YouTube will be coming down the line but I will give you guys some more information and everything about that a little later on topic for today so when we last left off the very last things that we were talking about was self-love and self-cleansing and if you guys do not remember because I know it has been a minute on my part what we're doing for the year of 2019 it is the year of self we are focusing on us understanding who we are as individuals aside from our jobs aside from our family aside from friends, different experiences in our past, just understanding who we are in our current being. And while obviously it will take us more than one year to discover that, we're going to really, really try to touch on it this year so we can continuously develop it, excuse me, develop it over time. So um, now we're going to go ahead and First of all, let me just say, I don't know why I did not do this in the first place. That's definitely duh on my part. But I wanted to give you guys a little insight as to what 19 means. So as you all know, um, it is 2019. Duh, duh, duh. But a lot of people don't know that um, 
there is this belief system that numbers actually have weight and all of us actually whether you realize it or not you do have a favorite number you do have something that you do repetitively and numbers do hold some form of a value I believe in our lives so number 19 from different research that I did and I'll go ahead and post most of that on the website when I type up the points from this podcast is that 19 is actually a virtuous number So it's also a number that represents strength and enlightenment. And it's also the only, it's a prime number. So if you guys remember, we're taking it back to school. Prime numbers were numbers that were divisible by themselves and the number one. So if you wanted to make that more symbolic, to give it a little bit more of uh, an insightful look into it, 19 is prime, nine and one, nine is only divisible by itself in one same thing with you know any most odd numbers so what that means is you could say that god is the one that will actually help break you down he is the one you and your like you being the nine and him being the one you guys are the only ones that will actually be able to work together and really understand who you are and understand the depth of you so I thought that was pretty cool uh, when I got that idea um, and then the other thing is that um, in ancient times it used to be the number of surrender so that's what we're doing this whole year we're understanding who we are and we're figuring out how we can surrender dropping all of those negative ideas dropping all of those bad people really cutting off all of the negative influences in our lives and really just surrendering to a better us So um, I didn't actually get a chance to interview my person. If you guys remember, I was also finding someone that I thought exuberated or definitely was a living, breathing, walking example of the different topics for every month. And I found one person. She and I worked together at uh, my establishment and her name is Miss Kathy Booker. And she didn't really give me an introduction, so I'm going to introduce her myself based off what I know about her. Um, She's extremely strong. She's got the type of personality that as soon as she walks into the room, she doesn't actually have to say much. She's just a powerful force, a powerful person. And she is all about helping people because she took the time out to help herself. So I think that really using her as an example of what it really means to show self-love how you can be all about self-worth knowing what you are and also what we were supposed to talk about in April so what I'm gonna do now is like I said I wasn't able to actually interview her but what I was able to do was I was able to send her the questions that I was gonna ask her during the interview so I emailed them to her and she's so awesome so I sent her the email and I said hey Kathy whenever you get a chance please just respond back to these questions and I'll go ahead and either upload them on my website or on my podcast and you know it'll kind of be like you and I are having the conversation just a little bit later and within weeks guys she had that information sent back to me like that so I actually what sucks is because of all the work that I was doing with school because obviously we all know that school can kick your butt um, I wasn't able to actually go through and directly read all of her questions so this will be my first time just like for you guys it'll be my first time really diving in and seeing her answers and what we're gonna do is after maybe every couple of answers or so just break down the meanings the ins and outs of what that all is all about so I'm super excited so The first set of questions are going to be for what we were discussing in March, which was self-worth. 
okay? And then we'll go back to February and then we'll jump to April. I know it doesn't make any sense, but you guys know it's me. It's going to be crazy. And that's how I operate. So here we go. We've got the self-worth questions. So the very first thing that I asked her on this, I'm so excited. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. The very first question was, how would you define self-worth? Miss Kathy said, knowing and understanding that I am wonderfully made by God. And if he loves me enough to create me, I should value my worth and live accordingly. Holy crap. Okay. So I wasn't expecting her to say that so perfectly. What? Okay. So knowing and understanding that I am wonderfully made by God. And if he loves me enough to create me, then I should value my worth and live accordingly. I really do believe that we forget that sometimes as people. We forget that we were created by the most powerful deity that ever has existed and does exist. And if he took the time out of his extremely busy schedule to go ahead and make you, then yeah, you might want to understand that you are, you know, you, you're worth a little bit of something. Um, gosh, I really don't even have to break that down. It makes perfect sense. And it's absolutely something Miss Kathy would say <laughs> uh, to just understand who you are and what and what you're made of. That's freaking amazing. All right. The second question that I asked her was, do you consider knowing your self-worth to be an important aspect of life? Why or why not? And the reason why I know that question might seem a little redundant or it might seem like, well, why would you ask that if you just asked the other one? Because a lot of people don't think that knowing who you are and what you're made of, what your value is, they don't consider that to be important or they understand that it's important, but they don't put it at the forefront of their mind as something that needs to be discussed on a regular basis. So she said, absolutely. Because knowing your self-worth empowers one to reach for the stars, even if they hit the streetlights. <laughs> okay, um, so to dig into that a little bit deeper, I would say, yeah, you do need to know. I agree with her on that point. I do think that you need to know what your value is and what you bring to the table. Because if you don't, right, then you will continuously send or spend your time or look at yourself in the light of oh well I can't achieve this because I can't xyz or I won't be able to make it that far because of xyz and I and and you have to understand that the weight of who you are is worth everything that you put your mind to well not necessarily everything you put your mind to but I do believe that the value that you would bring could offer something more to someone than they were ready for in the beginning there we go that's better um okay third question what is the mindset behind a person who has a positive outlook for themselves to me knowing all things are possible and nothing is impossible Uh, so a mindset like that knowing that you can do it and nothing is impossible is I'm going to attack everything that I put my mind to I am going to take the opportunity and really delve into okay what am I going to do? How am I going to achieve this thing? Um, and a lot of people, I, I guess, obviously, if you're not living under a rock, you understand that there is a big discussion about representation and why representation is important. A lot of people believe that if you are going to be on television or if you're going to represent your culture, then it needs to be everywhere. Um, I know growing up, I used to love watching Full House, but if someone were to tell me, hey, I guarantee you that they, you know, if 
If someone were to tell me that Full House was going to be recast and rebooted with black people, I don't think that they would receive the same amount of love and crazy, you know, accolades that the first one got just because it isn't the type of show that you would see people doing um, in African-American culture because of the stigma that we've created out there in Hollywood that, oh, well, a black person isn't going to live in a big house in San Francisco with crazy, beautiful children and, you know, uncles and best friends staying in the house. It just doesn't seem like something that you would expect someone to do. And because of that negative stigma, that kind of translates into a very negative mental psychology for a lot of African-American people. And if we think it's bad as black people, imagine how Asians might feel or imagine how Latinos might feel or different people that are in this country that watch these television shows and love these television shows, but understand that their representation isn't there. And I do, and while I do agree that the conversation needs to be had about putting more shows out there for us and, excuse me, putting more shows out there for us that don't, you know, amplify the negative stereotypes that are already out there for us, it is also important to understand that regardless of the representation that is there, you still have a voice and you still have an opportunity to do what you need to do. And just because there wasn't a show like Full House for black people or for uh, you know people from Saudi Arabia, it doesn't mean that it still can't happen. So just because you didn't see someone doing it in your life doesn't mean that it's not um possible for you to do it and that's where your value and your worth comes in if you've invested time in that topic in yourself then you will be able to do it because you are possible so that was awesome all right next question was do you think your self-worth can increase or decrease depending on the company you keep she says i believe it does not decrease according to your company once a person has developed a strong sense of self-worth nothing can deter you um, I agree. And then I also disagree with that point And I'll say why. So I do agree that if you've taken the time to build yourself up, then nothing and no one that you keep around you can pull you down. I agree with that. But a lot of times, especially if you're young and you're still in that developmental stage, a lot of the people that you keep around you are going to influence what you do and how you act and where you carry yourself in the future. So for example, you get attached to people that you hang out with because if you don't get attached to them, then maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with them. Um, and we all have friends, we all have family, and we all have people that mean a lot to us. And if that person that you love and that you keep around you is not someone that is amplifying who you are, then they might have a chance to indirectly influence your decisions or what you think about yourself. Because if I know, excuse my French, but if I know I'm the shit, I'm not going to hang out with someone who doesn't think that way because then I'm either going to spend a lot of my time, you know, encouraging them and building them and investing in them and not and no longer giving myself the oomph that I need or I'm going to start thinking and feeling the exact same way because you never want to turn people away or you never want to turn people off from you. But at the same time, if they're not reaching your level, then why why put yourself in that area so I do agree with you Miss Kathy I do think that if you're strong within yourself you won't be deterred from anyone but I believe that if you invest in people your love your time your life in those people then I think they need to either be on your level or becoming very very close to it um, otherwise then it, it can affect you in some way so yeah um, 
I would say who is, oh, sorry, next question is who is a well-known leader you consider having a good goat? That was not a real question. Let me start over. The next question is, who is a well-known leader you consider having a good grasp on their self-worth? She said Michelle Obama. Uh, She knows her worth as a strong black woman and stands firmly within it. And I couldn't agree more. I believe that currently for African-American females, along with other like a plethora of women out there that are doing a really great job of just being poised and being a woman, I think that Michelle Obama really does show that she just walks it she just she doesn't talk it she walks it she's the walking action behind what it genuinely means to be a really really strong woman um not just as a wife or a mom but as again a woman Cool. All right. So moving right along to our next question, it says, do you think that we will ever love all of ourselves or just learn to tolerate? Miss Kathy says, I believe that most individuals will just tolerate it. But those of us who find it vital to love ourselves, it drives us to an entire different level of life. And I really have to stop myself. I got to stop saying, oh, my gosh, I completely agree. I completely agree. There's going to be very limited things that I disagree with Miss Kathy on at this point. But she definitely hit the nail on the head. We have to find a way that, excuse me, we have to find ways that drive us to do better and to be our best selves. Otherwise, then we're no different and no better than the lazy person on the street that's just kind of letting life happen to them instead of taking charge. So you have to learn to embrace who you are and love everything about yourself before you can really understand your self-worth. The next question was, on the days when you feel the worst, how do you motivate yourself to get back on the grind? She says, on my worst days, I try to consider that the situation could be much worse than what it really is. I then think about how much, excuse me, how my creator has equipped me with the tools to get through it and to know that I am not alone. And that's one of the major key points and reasons why I started this podcast is because I did not want other people to feel as alone as I felt when I was going through some really, really difficult times. And I'm not talking about the type of alone where you know that if you need somebody, you can just reach out and they're right there for you. I'm talking about the type of alone when you could be surrounded by hundreds of people and you still think or believe in your mind that you are the only person in that room feeling that way, struggling the way you're struggling and it can weigh heavily on a lot of people so that's why the journey to you is so special to me and why I'm doing really excuse me doing what I can to really reach out and be there for other people and help you guys understand that no we are together we are not on our own and there are ways for us to collaborate and have ways and things that we can do to get together and to stay close with one another so I think that's awesome that Miss Kathy understands that even in your worst moments you're not by yourself and there's always someone and something that can pick you back up next question what kind of advice would you have for young adults who are struggling with self-image she says to never compare yourself to anyone else you are your own unique you live in it ah yes that is actually pretty self-explanatory you can't look at your you can't 
feel some type of way about your own self-image when you are constantly looking at other people. It's self-image. It's what you look at and how you feel about you. And when you think that you should be or could be something or somebody else, it will always lead you down a really crappy path. So just keep yourself like Put those blinders on. You know what I mean? Those horse blinders only looking at you. The only competition you have is yourself. The next question on the list was, how do you balance staying humble and remaining confident? I love this question. And her answer was, know that each day and each know that each day is a blessing and a gift from God. I think sometimes we get a really big head when we start doing really well. And that can deter you from being able to move past your problems, to move past, oh yeah, I totally know what I'm doing. I've got my game one. I'm good. Nothing that you can say can stop me. And that arrogance can sometimes really bring you down and you have to be able to separate that. So knowing that you did not make the day, the day started and would have started with or without you. You are just one of the very, very small components that will build towards a greater opportunity or greater future for other people. So I did not want Miss Kathy to feel left out as I was stating before earlier in the episode that she unfortunately and she and I just were not able to correlate our schedules because she is an extremely busy woman, which I totally respect. And I just was drowning in schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. So I did not want her to feel left out. So I did give her an option to do rapid fire questions. Uh, The goal was, and she, um, I know Miss Kathy, she was honest. I know she didn't cheat, but what she was supposed to do was type out her answers for the questions. So I asked her, what's your favorite TV show? She said, this is us. Favorite movie, The Color Purple. The best late night snack, grapes, perfect getaway location, Charlotte, North Carolina, and beach or the city, and she chose the beach. So guys, that pretty much wraps everything up for our self-worth portion, and now we can move right back along to our self-love. Boom. All right. And I hope that you guys are liking this. I've, if you couldn't tell, I'm trying some new audio, trying some different things to spice up the podcast for you guys. So please let me know in the comment section on my Instagram or also on my Twitter pages if you all are really digging it. <laughs> um, I, I have to break up the segments be just because I've been having some issues with recording and I want to make sure that I get all of the information into you guys as clear as possible so that way there aren't any other interruptions or problems. So let me know if you're digging it. We're going to keep experimenting until we can actually kind of like find our groove. So I hope that you guys are kind of enjoying these transitions that we've got going on right now. So digging into our self-love, the first question and will normally be the first question for all of my uh, interviews is going to be starting off with a definition, right? Because I believe that a definition is foundation. And if you can have a solid, strong foundation, then you would be able to propel yourself to build on other situations as well. So I said, how would you define self-love? 
She said, I would define self-love as a love for myself that will not allow me to put someone else above or in front of me. And guys, that's so important. Please make sure that while you are learning to love and genuinely embrace other people in your lives, that you're also not forgetting to do the same thing for yourself. You are the main catalyst in how love is going to come in your life and also what you'll give back out. So if you do not genuinely know how to give love, then there's no way that you'll be able to receive it the right way. And if you can't give it to yourself, there's no way that you're going to properly give it to other people. So please make sure that you are balancing everything out, not putting all of your eggs in everybody else's basket and leaving nothing for yourself. You've got to make sure that your reserves are full so this way you can donate a little something, something to everybody else in the future. Um, and I gave her some sub questions on this uh, on this topic. I said, is it selfish to have self-love? She says, I do not believe that it is selfish. And I said, would you consider that to be a bad thing? She says, no, because this will allow one to always live in a healthy state of mind and not allow anyone to control them. And I want everyone to understand that she's not talking about the type of control that's a manipulative control or the type of control that you know, where you can like physically see it. She's talking about the type of control that when you are always giving yourself to other people without replenishing that love for yourself, they will indirectly control you. They will, you know, oh, well, so-and-so, they always got it or they always say yes. They don't know how to say no. I can ask them to do this and they'll do it for me. It's fine. Or if I wait till last minute to do something, then they'll be okay. And it, it, it's just, it becomes a continuous cycle that's actually very hard to break because a lot of people, won't be able to embrace the fact that you're changing. They won't be able to embrace the fact that you're growing and you're developing as a person. So of course, when you start saying no, you will start losing other people. So just make sure that you keep in mind that control is more than just, hey, you can't go here. You can't go there. You can't do this. It's not a domestic type of control. It's more of a, you you give so much that it actually ends up being a bad thing. Too much of a good thing can be bad for you. So keep that in mind. Next question. When did you start realizing you needed to love yourself more? She says, it wasn't until about a few years ago when I realized that the only way I was going to have any peace in my life was to stop depending on others to love me and love myself as God's unique handiwork. Y'all. I'm telling you, <laughs> there is a reason why I did these in conjunction and why Miss Kathy is the one for that. I genuinely don't even have to break that down. If you just listen to what she says and understand that peace of mind comes from self-love, then you are literally halfway done with the battle. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm not even going to dig into that. That's perfect. Uh, next question, bro. All right. So describe your physical transformation and what has your physical journey been like? She says, 21 years ago, I had a massive physical transformation when I lost 110 pounds. It took about a year and a half and it took about a year and a half to lose the weight, but the mental and emotional weight left me scarred in many ways than one. It rears its ugly head even now, but that's what keeps me humble. Uh, and I asked for a sub question to that. Have you always been a determined person or did that develop as you started getting stricter with your workout routine? She says, I have always been a very determined person, which I totally believe. Um, I just happen to apply it to my workouts and it takes me to an entire different level. And guys, I don't know if you're aware, but working out takes discipline. 
Not the type of discipline that says, oh, okay, well, I guess I got to go do my little 20 minute workout. No, I'm talking about the type of discipline it takes to lose that much weight and to understand that the weight that you lost is actually a way of building yourself and getting ready for a much, much stronger process. That takes so much. So the fact that she was able to do that, and even if she did or did not have help, the fact that she was able to just allow her own strength to propel her to do that, that takes a lot of work. There are some people that are overweight and they know they're overweight. They know it's unhealthy for them and they still choose to not make that healthy uh, transition. So the fact that Miss Kathy was able to do that and she did that shows that she's the type of person that's She's got it. She's ready to go. She understands that if I don't change my life, if I don't make the difference, then I am going to have problems. I will continue to be um, a hindrance. And that is so, so powerful that she's able to do that. So number four, what are some current activities you do to express love? She says, I give a listening ear and heart to anyone that needs me, particularly emotional or abused women emotional or mentally abused women and I dedicate lots of time to the local schools and youth activities so that they too can feel loved and uh, there's only so many ways that I can break this down so it'll make sense to you guys but there's all types of people in this world all kinds and different ways to explain it and break it down but there are people who change and they know they need to change and they do that and that's where they say there are people that know they need to change See that, make the change, and then go out and teach it. To recognize that you have problems or to recognize that there are things that you need to improve in your life, and then to flip the script and then be able to teach other people how to do it, that is beyond, beyond (laughs) amazing. And don't get me wrong, for the people that can make the change and do enough for themselves, you're still helping too. Believe me, not everybody has a teacher's spirit or an ability to go out and say, hey, this is what I did. Watch what I can, watch me help you. Let me help you. Not everybody has that, but just being a contributor to that healthy lifestyle or to be able to change somebody's mindset is so powerful just as you being the example so even if you're just the example or the teacher we still all work together on that forefront to do that so the fact that Miss Kathy wears both of those hats that she's a recognizer a changer and a teacher it's like ah, <laughs> oh my god um The next question is a sub question. Uh, And in honor of our recent Mother's Day, I think this will be really good for you guys. Uh, As a person who wears two hats, a mom and a woman, A, when did you find the balance? And B, how would you describe the process to another female who may be struggling with it? She says, I wore the mom hat for a very long time. I still do. But as my children got older, I gave myself permission to be a woman and enjoy that life as well. And again, to give myself permission to be a woman and enjoy it. Surprisingly, it helps you to be a better and more supportive mom. Guys, I don't know who the people were that created the marketing team or who make up the marketing team for Nike, but they genuinely have a really, really great platform because sometimes the answer to all of your questions is just do it. Sometimes we have to get off our asses. We have to stop being scared. We have to stop allowing our lives and the problems that we have that have made us so comfortable. We have to stop doing that and just 
do it. And so for any mom or a woman or even a father man who is struggling with how do I balance being this for my kids and being that and doing all this, you just do it. You just do it. You give yourself, like Miss Caddy says, you give yourself the permission to move forward, to be a better person, to be stronger, to do the things that make you happy. And in turn, like she says, you will be a better parent for it because now, like I said before, you are the example. You have the blueprint. You've got the secret sauce, basically, as to how to break it down and get them to where they need to be. Because if anybody remembers, teenage years were hard. Being in your 20s is no better, but being in your teens was hard because they're literally you just felt like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of mumbling through life where I'm trying to be an adult, but I'm not an adult and I got to, you know, do all this, but I can't do that. And they want me to go to college and make a decision that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't even know what I want to eat for dinner. And then I've got hormones and all these feelings and blah, like you just feel overwhelmed. So when you get older, sometimes that same fear is developed and now it grows with you as an adult so uh, when you give yourself that permission to be that fearless person then that's when you can actually propel yourself and do a lot of the things that you really want to do so I love that answer Miss Kathy I think that's so spot on next question do you think people have a hard time loving themselves she says I think that people do have a hard time loving themselves because it comes naturally to try to please everyone. She says, so what and how others may think of an individual may make it difficult for you to love yourself. And that kind of goes back to one of our earlier statements when we were saying that, guys, come on, love yourself first and then everything else will fall into place. And by loving yourself, that means that if you know that you need to stay home and get some rest and to recuperate and your friends want you to go to that party so you guys can have a good time and turn up, Maybe you should say, hey, guys, I think I'm saying no to this today. Self-love is actually saying a lot of no. I've learned that. Saying no to a lot of things. Hey, do you want to? No. Hey, we should? No. It's the easiest. It's two letters, one syllable. It doesn't even have to have any, any other inflections. It's just no. When you learn to say no and you're comfortable saying no and you feel good with being able to be alone, then that's how you know you're making those proper steps to um, embracing yourself. Uh, so next question, what are your thoughts on past mistakes preventing others to love? Oh, hold up. Double reading, guys. Sorry about that. All right. What are your thoughts on past mistakes preventing others from being able to love themselves? Um, and I think there was a slight miscommunication in my question here, but I do like the answer that Miss Kathy gave. So she says, it makes me sad to know that I have somewhat prevented someone from loving themselves completely. And I would only hope that they would rise above my pettiness and try to love uh, and try to love within themselves. Um, and I think what Miss Kathy thought I was asking was how do other people learn to love themselves after we've hurt them? And even though that wasn't my question, I do understand what she's saying, that you have to learn to let go and just pray that the other person isn't offended or affected permanently by different decisions and mistakes that you have made yourself. Um, My question was more along the lines of when you make a mistake, how do you then learn to let go of that mistake so it doesn't prevent you from loving yourself? And I think the best way for that is just to understand that you're human and you are going to make mistakes and the choices that you make can sometimes hurt you and other people. But the goal is not to allow that to hurt you. It's allowing it to be something that you can learn from. When you can turn your mistakes 
into lessons, then that's when you are on the right path. But if you allow your mistakes to continuously bring you down, then that's when you'll have your issues again. So just making sure you guys keep that in mind. Uh, I said, how have you learned to practice forgiveness? She says, when I think of how I have been hurt by certain individuals, I cannot hate, but look at the experience as a life lesson. So kind of similar to what I just said. Uh, And then I said, would you consider it to be an essential part of self-love? She says, yes, it opens up the path to true self-love. And why is that? Well, because whenever you learn to let go and to embrace and to breathe and to say, you know what, I'm not going to allow the pain that I inflicted or the pain that was inflicted on me by somebody else that, um, I'm not going to let that to continuously clutter. I want to say cloud, but clutter sounded better. So I don't want that to clutter my life and to make messes. Because think of your life as a space, right? It's not like a room where it's finite. But a lot of times if you start building walls, building boundaries to different things that you do and and you don't want in your life. And then if you fill that room and you fill that with other problems, then you no longer have room to fill your life with positive things that you need. So just making sure that you understand that your life is a space. And as you build in that space, you want it to be great things that'll hope you, excuse me, help you (laughs) up and hopefully (laughs) take you to another level. Uh, So I love that. Miss Kathy, that's great. I said, what uh, the next question was, who would you consider to be a great example in your life that represents what true self-love is all about? And she says, I'm still searching for that person. Miss Kathy, thank you. Thank you so much for not being cheesy and not being, uh, you know, fake in that sense. Thank you so much for that, because Sometimes you're not going to find that person who represents everything that you're looking for. Sometimes you have to be that person. Um, You guys have you guys know I talk about Andy Minio on this podcast. God knows how many times. And one of my favorite songs by him that he always talks about uh, it talks about how um, it's, it's a song Clarity. And he says that all of my heroes are frauds just like me. And he actually, guys, if you're interested, released a podcast where he's, you know, just pouring out his heart and really just giving us some really great music to listen to and explaining why he didn't release that music and different things he plans on doing in the future. But the podcast is just like a whole full blown conversation between him and another person. And it's actually, no, it's not him and another person. It's him and two other people. So one of them, I think, is like one of his uh, main people that helps him with his music career. And it's also someone that is um, a producer that helps him with his music as well. And I just love the conversation that they're having because he talks about in Clarity, people were just, he, there's so many things going on in his life and that they were frauds. The people that he looked up to and he thought the ones that were standing up and really representing what God was all about and really genuine like Christ followers and fighting were actually some of the main people that were showing the complete opposite of what God is supposed to be about. So the fact that he was um, able to create a song that talked about how now I have to find clarity for myself and find God for who he is on my own that's amazing so for you miss kathy to know that you don't have that person yet i think that's really powerful and i love the fact that you are still looking and i hope that you are able to find that one person Uh, the next question was what changes to your relationship or relationships did you see once you became more secure within yourself she says i am now able to speak more freely and honestly without 
fear of losing that person. And I know I'm talking to somebody here right now that is convincing themselves to stay with a person and you know that they don't mean you any good. And I'm telling you right now, let that person go. If you cannot have an honest conversation with your significant other, or if your friend is doing things that are hurting you, but you can't say anything out of fear that they won't know how to receive it, then that person is definitely not someone that needs to be in your life. And I am giving you permission. So because you won't, I give you permission to cut that person off and let them go. And I know from personal experience what that feels like to know when you should not be with someone or to know when you can't have that, I want to have a conversation with you, but I can't because you're going to be mad. And granted, if they're mad, then they should be mad at the choices that they made, not mad at you for bringing it up. So please, whoever that is out there, know that you don't have to hold your tongue when someone is hurting you. You have the right to not be in pain. Okay. Um, And the last question was, what advice would you have for both young men excuse me, for both young women in college and mothers who are having a difficult time finding that balance, basically the balance of securing yourself and loving you, but also keeping someone positive that you want in your life. And she says, I would say that first, it takes a lot of time alone. When you are alone, you can hear things loud and clear. Don't be afraid to be alone and remember that you are your own best friend. So guys, I am absolutely so happy that Miss Kathy took the time to do this. And um, again, to you, Miss Kathy, personally, I just want to say I genuinely appreciate you. And I love the fact that you represent everything that most women are striving to be. Uh, you, You speak your mind, but you also speak from your heart. And I think that that's what a true balance of what young women need to continue to aspire to and admire. So thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm so happy. And uh, for our next segment, what I do plan on doing is diving into our self-confidence because self-confidence is what we're focusing on for this month. And don't get and don't forget, guys, I did not forget about April. I know that we didn't have one for April and I have a plan for that one, too. Remember, there's a method to my madness. Okay, Uh, but uh, this month we're going to be focusing on self-confidence. So I really want you guys to really just think, excuse me, to think and develop a path of, hmm, how can I build my self-confidence? First, understanding, hey, where is my confidence? Do I need to work on that? And then if the answer is yes, which I'm hoping that it is, <laughs> then you can say, okay, then this is my game plan. This is how I'm going to learn how to do that. And hopefully for the next segment, I'll be able to either have like another conversation ready to go for you guys, or we'll have somebody that'll be able to jump on the show. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I am so sorry that I have been MIA, but I am so grateful for you all. Um, I am going to go ahead and cut this episode short because like I said, I've been having so many issues with my audio that I do not want to have to re-record or add different segments and do all kinds of crazy things like that. So you guys can expect another episode later on this week. And if you remember it, say it with me, (laughs) travelers, remember to fuel up, pack light and journey to you. And per usual, I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thank you.